Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. God won't let your shoes wear out in the desert if you're headed for the promised land. (laughs) What do you think about that statement? Well, when I was first called to do this radio show years ago, I I was this Chrysler dealer in Moxville, North Carolina, probably a place you never heard of. But God told me to get on the radio and talk about what was breaking my heart every day. And what was breaking my heart was watching people trade perfectly good cars and going into phenomenal debt in order to keep up their image or to get the next gadget or the fear that, wow, my car's out of warranty. It's going to nickel and dime me to death. And at the same time that was going on, back in the service department, folks were paying crazy amounts of money for their lack of diligence in caring for their cars. We're not understanding when a red warning light is flashing, it means <laughs> pull over. Don't just keep immediately. Immediately. Yeah, don't just keep driving. So most every week since then, in some way, I have tried to convey the thought that cars need to be paid for. They need to have no debt and that cars need tender, loving care and they need a name like Old Red, my truck. And I coined the phrase, which I still think it just speaks to the whole issue. Think about it. If you see old tractors, they've been out in the elements since the 1940s and they're still running, why do you think? Well, the truth is, if you maintain a car, it will long, last as long as you do. Now, when you think about this whole cause, and is, is, what about this cause? I was reflecting on the 37th Psalm this week. And when you read it, it this is a kind of a neat translation. I like it. It's the complete Jewish Bible, and it reads like this. Commit your way to Adonai. Trust in him and he will act. He will make your vindication shine forth like the light and the justice of your cause like the noonday sun. So on today's show, I would love to hear from those of you who believe and live this cause. The cause of driving your car and driving your car, not just trading it for the next gadget to change your image. Call us and tell us about your vehicle. We'd love to know the age of it. You know, if you've named it, of course, I always love that. How many miles are on it? Maybe you got something even with more miles on it than Old Red. It's got 366. But how has God made the justice of your cause like the noonday sun? I mean, you got that car sitting out there. I see Bob's Suburban. It's shining like the noonday sun out there. Or maybe there's somebody with a sunbird. Now, there you go. Somebody call me. 866 <laughs> 348 Seven eight eight four eight six six three four truth if you're digitally gifted and you can do that. A friend I knew years ago drove his vehicle far beyond anybody I knew at the time. And he would sometimes go 250,000 or more miles. And he would always tell me, he said, God won't let your shoes wear out as long as you're in the desert. <laughs> and, it, and then he was in a bad place financially. And he said, you know, I just got to keep driving these cars and God doesn't let them wear out because like my shoes are not wearing out in the desert. So how has God done that for you? 866-348-7884. It's funny you say that today because uh, 
somebody was trying to tell me that it might be time to buy a new rollback. You know, the the vehicle we haul, the the truck we use to haul all our cars in, and uh, I said it's only got three hundred and fifty four thousand miles on it. It's good. There you go, and that's the voice of our Christian junkyard guy Bob from One Hundred Nine U Pullet, who's joining us today. And what better person to be on the show with us because he sees the results of people that didn't care for their car, right, Bob? The people that didn't pull over when the red light was flashing or the people who thought, wow, I won't change my oil for 12,000 miles or the transmission fluid or the timing belt. Every day, every day. That's, that is the number one. Um, that's the, how we get the biggest part of our cars is negligence. We see them in there that shouldn't be, it shouldn't be nowhere near uh, their lifespan ending, and uh, here they come so, right to us. The good news is they will last forever, but you have to take care of them. We got Jared in Seattle, Washington this morning. He's up early. Jared, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. What have you got for us? Well, I've got an issue with a car that uh, I've purchased from a lot. Um, I have uh, had nothing but troubles with the 94 Volvo and the um, the limp mode has been on for the last year and a half, I guess, from what I've read, that it's to save transmission. Uh, but I can't find anything online that really helps um, with the problem without taking it in to a dealership or a mechanic, obviously. So a limp in mode for other listeners is when a transmission, due to the fact that the computer is telling it there's something's wrong, so it sticks the transmission in second gear, it won't, it won't allow it to go into third. So when you're riding around, your car's revving way up, I would imagine, and and it's kind of uncomfortable and using a lot of gas, I would imagine. Yeah, it's using a lot of gas, but it, it, it feels like it pulls us from a stop. It, it accelerates from a stop to uh, third gear. So, yeah, it, it drives uh, what feels like in um, high gear, or, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, it's always in second gear. So it it's, yeah. it's stuck there because the transmission is sending some kind of a signal to the computer to say, hey, uh, there's a problem here, and I don't want you to shift because you could harm the transmission internally. But what you've got there, Jared, is it's a computer issue of some kind, meaning that there could be an electric signal. There's a, there's a short that's sending a false read. Or there's, a bad sensor. Or a, likely a bad sensor. In most cases, actually a bad speed sensor, which are really inexpensive. Um, right. And... and had you tried taking it to like, you know, sometimes um, advanced auto parts or places like that will plug into your car and tell you a code that it might be sending? Telling yeah, you- the, with the 94, they they don't have the OBD2. They have the OBD1. So it's all push pin, uh, red light, um, you know, flashes that you have to uh, decode. Account for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, decode. And they're not very specific. So it'll. It'll tell you general area with it, you know, but it won't tell you specifically what it is. So you have to then, um, I don't know. You know what, Jared? I, I, I think that it seems like in most towns, God has, has got an old Volvo guy. Because I used to, in fact, I worked for Volvo in 94. Is that an 850 or 240? What kind of? 850. Yeah. I worked for Volvo back then. And, and uh, there's, in every town they've got, don't they, Bob? They have this, this guy. And I don't know where he is in Seattle, but we're going to pray that the Lord will provide us. Maybe somebody will call in from Seattle that knows a good older Volvo, because people that worked on those older Volvos understand those codes. And quite often, 
you know, like if the, if you were in a Dodge Caravan right now, I know it's a speed sensor. It, there were two of them, and it would almost always put a transmission in limp in mode, and it was immediate. But I bet there's a Volvo guy there in Seattle that can help you out along those lines. We're going to pray for that. And, um, Johnny, if you'll get his contact information, I will make some contacts this week in Seattle and see if we can find somebody to help you, Jared. I appreciate it. My biggest rule, and the reason I'm, I'm calling is for my family because I've got um, – two babies and we're both uh my wife and i are sharing the one volvo and it's uh it's a safe channel my man it was just my car that i was driving around and it wouldn't, it wouldn't oh be yeah better. i agree wholeheartedly being one car and the family sharing it it's uh we're gonna see what we can do for you Jared. i appreciate it thank you god bless you uh, johnny's gonna get you. your information thanks okay all right we got is it today in everett washington am i saying your name right yes Wow, for one brief shining moment, Bob, there was Camelot. <laughs> You've got a 99 Accord? That, share with us. What do you got? Well, it's my wife's car. Uh, she told me that uh, when she uh, 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 step on the uh, brake and fast, it uh, 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 tried to uh, you know, slow down and stop. And uh, it stopped on the light, she told me. And uh, that happened a couple of a couple of times. But she, if she no, if she stepped once uh, fast, it wouldn't happen. Nothing will happen. It's working good. But when she slowly stepped uh, on the pedal, the car slow. I mean, uh, trying to uh, turn off. And one time or a couple of times, it uh, stops. So essentially, what you're telling me is that when she applies the brakes slowly the engine shuts down shuts down yeah and so then she's in the embarrassing situation of being in the intersection or wherever with a with a car dead losing your power steering and your power brakes and and so those things are um challenging to say the least is the check engine light on in the car no really and so it's not setting a code of any kind that you know of but just like I, I mentioned to the previous caller, I would I would take the car to some place like Advance Auto or someplace where they could plug in and see if there is a code that it's sending because there would be some kind of electrical indication that the car is breaking down or you know something's happening electrically that would cause it to shut off. And we'll try to help some more folks. But we want to hear about your legacy. What is God doing to keep your shoes from wearing out in the desert? When we come back. Stay tuned, a lot more Christian Car Guy Show coming up. Why we have all those car jingles playing today is 
we're we're kind of reminiscing about our cars and what you know, like old red. My car has three hundred sixty six thousand miles. What has God done for your cause? How has He pulled you your car through its life and it's still out there shining like the noonday sun? Like I always say, you see tractors; they've been running out there since the nineteen forties. They're still running. Well, chances are, if you take care of your car. It'll last as long as you do, and we'd love for you to call in with your story of how your car is like Moses' people's shoes that didn't wear out in the desert. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH or any other needs you may have, like the folks we just had from Washington. And and I should say real quick that there's several articles at my website, christiancarguy.com, that talk about a couple of things. Number one, how do you find a good mechanic? which prayer is a gigantic part of that. You can actually make a prayer request in your Sunday school class. But also quite often those park stores that you go check out things in, or like Bob, if you go to a, to, to a wrecking yard to get used parts, Bob, you know where the best mechanics are, don't you? Because you know the guys who pull the part and they go fix the car. We are quite familiar with all the mechanics. Sometimes it's a little difficult to, to suggest somebody because if I suggest a mechanic, sometimes – they People want to imply that I'm giving a warranty on their work. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that, we're not doing that. But, but. Uh, it's uh, we do know the best ones and, and the ones that treat you right and the ones that, you know, are fair to their customers and everything. So, And, and it's amazing. I, I was working on the Jesus Labor Love, which is the other thing I wanted to talk about today. Um, free car repair labor for single moms and widows across the country and you know, with that, if you go to christiancarguy.com and you look at that list of the participants in the Jesus Labor Love, well, guess what? These guys have got a heart for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. Like the other gentleman that called, you know, his family needs the Volvo fix. So maybe we can reach out to somebody there in Washington. And once we put them on the list, you go, okay, these guys here listed, we know they've got a good heart. And finding a good mechanic these days with all the electrical stuff and those lights coming on is very frustrating, and it's a big part of being able to keep your car a long time. And we got Mark in Raleigh, who North Carolina, who has a story for us. Mark, you're on a Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Mark, you with us? Well, maybe Mark got – he was on hold for quite a while. He Oh, it's he's on the other line, and they're fixing that. But as I was mentioning, the Jesus Labor Love, if you go to – christiancarguy.com you'll see on the menu item the jesus labor love these are the guys that certainly um are going to be able to you know if they're given their labor like that bob you know that this is going to be somewhat of at least somebody whose heart's in the right place exactly they uh uh the folks that do participate in that they can't say enough about them you know it's they're not doing it for profit they're not doing it uh better their business they're doing it because their hearts their hearts with the lord and uh and they want to walk the walk instead of just talking the talk and we do have mark and raleigh with us mark we're ready for your story are you there hey brother how you doing i'm doing great my brother's name is mark so it's just (laughs) and kind of say that um we have a presently my wife and i um have a 05 uh chevrolet equinox that we've had for a few years now that was actually given to us by her grandfather um, in, a, in a, a season in our life that, you know, we were in the desert. We had a Impala that had every problem under the sun, you could imagine, uh, true lemon. And uh, 
just ended up blessing us and we've used it and um gone everywhere with it and then we're actually going to in turn uh actually give it to our niece here in about another two years uh who was going to be starting to drive so wow uh, so we god try is... to reciprocate the blessing that uh, that god's given us that is so cool isn't that amazing how he supplies our needs he knows when we're in the desert um have, how many miles are on the equinox uh it's actually only got sixty thousand miles oh, wow <laughs> He, he, uh, her, her grandfather didn't drive it very much at all. Uh, they lived in Tennessee for years and ended up moving here. Um, and then he, he passed, uh, about a year and a half ago, so, uh, to be with the Lord. So, so Mark, um, here, here's the question. Have you named the Equinox? I have not. Okay. Because when you, when you pass it along to the next generation, <laughs> we need to name it. <laughs> yeah. And there's. You know, if you go to my, there's a name game thing at my website. You can put in all those qualities, and it will spit out a name for you that quite often. You know, if you have hard, yes, hard sir, time. Yes, you, you, you named my truck about two years ago. <laughs> so we'll get that. I have <laughs> Thank you, Mark. God bless you. I appreciate Thanks, it. Brother. All right. Bye-bye. All right. We got Carol is in Creedmoor, North Carolina. Carol, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Hopefully it's going well. Oh, it's going amazing and better because you called us. Oh, bless your heart. I I have a question. Um, I hope you can understand me. I've had oral surgery. It's okay. About I have a question about my car. Um, it's a Mustang, and um, it's having spells, if you will, of the signals. And the brake lights going out, and um, could that be as simple as a fuse? Yeah, there is a um, there's a brake light switch which is inexpensive. Are you are you saying that that when you put on the brakes, the brake lights don't come on? That's correct. Nor the signals. But the crazy part is when I discovered it, it made a sound that sound like it was coming out of a speaker. Oh, you were hearing and a click, 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 click? It was like static on a radio. And so I, I went to, um, what well, do you call it? Yeah, yeah, we've got to go to a break, Carol, but that, it sounds like a relay may be doing that. It was obviously an electrical issue. Um, and if you will, again, give your information to Johnny, we'll see if we can get you some help. It sounds like you're, you're struggling on that. We'll see if we can come up with some answers for your break like situation when we come back we got a gentleman on with ford talking about some new technology may interest you jaywalking is rampant i'm gonna keep these baby blues wide open we got a situation on our hands a real situation do you think i don't know a conspiracy when i see one all right i'll say it again i don't like it i'm gonna show them we're on our toes out here nip it in the bud you got to nip it in the bud nip it our friend Barney Fife on the Christian Car Guys show, you got to nip it in the bud in so many different things, especially when your car starts acting up, you can't wait for it. You can pay me an hour, pay me later, but we've got Randy Freeberger with Ford. He's going to tell us about some new technology they have where they're trying to nip it in the bud before somebody harms a policeman. You're going to be excited to hear about that in a moment. But first, we got Chuck, who's been hanging on a long time in Charlotte. He's got a question for us. Chuck, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. 
Chuck, are you? Hey. Good morning. Good morning. All right, let me get my phone. Right right, here. That's okay. What's your question? Oh, sorry. Go. My phone went crazy on me. Uh, yeah, my... I was looking for a, a car for my daughters. I've, I've lived a long way for them. They're both at the same college, and now I'm only about three hours away. And um, I wanted to give them something so that if they had trouble, I could help them with it. And just wanted to know if you had any advice. I'm uh, looking at used cars. So I, I, I usually buy something new and just not sure how to go about it or how to find the best value. What what price range were you trying to stay around? Um, no more than three thousand. Oh, I love those kind of cars. And and yes. the, the the interesting thing about those is you really can't find those very often at car dealers because the people that deal in those kind of cars are the ones that often rip people off with interest. So I wrote a, an article on how to find a car like that. It, it, if you look under used car tips at christiancarguy.com, it goes into great detail. But essentially, I'll give you okay. the basics. Is that any more Craigslist has you know people posting cars by the thousands daily. And uh-huh. so wherever you are, there's people posting those cars. And when those cars hit that are under $3,000, if they're decent cars, they don't last probably 48 hours. And they make an app on your phone where you can just check those things constantly. So... Once you you put in the criteria of what you're searching for in that $3,000 car, it'll start popping them up to you. The suggestion that I make to everybody is, number one, be the first one there because those cars get gone in a hurry. Then make sure that you take it someplace and have it checked out that would be competent in the kind of car that it is. And if it's a, you know, Pontiac, then you want to take it to a GM store. If, If it's a Ford, you take it to a Ford store, et cetera, et cetera. And you know, when you go to take the test drive, just tell the owner, look, I'm going to go have this checked out. Even if it's only $3,000, it's still critical that, that you know what's going on with the car. Then when you get that list of whatever the car may need or not need, when you go back to negotiate with a price, you can say, wow, it needs this and this and this. You're wanting 3000 It looks like it's going to cost me $400 to do all this stuff. Will you sell it to me for 2600 And if you're the first one that does that, you have a lot better chance of of getting that deal. And okay. so those are my suggestions on a $3,000 car. I love it. Um, those are great cars and, and we'll be praying for you, Chuck, that you find the right car for your daughter. And if it's All for right. a young person, you definitely want to consider gas mileage because that's economy is such a important thing for someone, uh, in early years of driving. Yep. Okay. Thank you. Chuck. I appreciate it. Thank God, you. So God much. bless you. All right. We do have Randy Freeberger with Ford with us. He's been hanging on. <laughs> Randy, I'm sorry. But we we got to nip it in the bud. We can't have people sneaking, sneaking up on our policemen. And Ford's got a better idea once again. You got some new technology. Share it with us. Well, um, we have a, you know, based on uh, the ride-alongs we do, and uh, we've got caught in a bad situation, separated from the deputy, uh, surrounded. So I kind of put myself in their place of trying to keep an eye on your your, uh, all your surroundings and those kind of situations. So if an officer is sitting in the car, maybe they're typing a report, doing radar, some surveillance, so their attention is maybe on the forward part of the car. What we do in the, when you start this mode is you uh, the rear-view camera comes on in park. Normally it only comes on in reverse, so they can always kind of watch their back while they're watching forward. And then if somebody was to uh, approach them, the sensors in the bumper and the blind spot, we use those to detect a presence. And when that's detected, 
We tell them to chime in the car to let them know somebody's there, lock the doors automatically, and roll up the window to secure the car and give them a chance to assess the situation. So literally, Ford has your back. <laughs> yes. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so, That's I mean, a really excellent concept, though. And, and the really cool thing about this, Randy, that really blessed my heart when I read the article, is that you guys are sharing this with everybody. It's not yeah, like a Ford yeah. exclusive. You're like, anybody that wants this for their police cars, we want to share this because it saves the life of our you know, first responders. Yeah, and you know, um, with us, when we sat down uh, with our Ford Police Advisory Board and said, uh, we, you know, the Crown Vic went away and we said, okay, we have this new car coming out. What's important to the police? Uh, safety rose to the top of the list of our DNA, if you will, you know. So everything we do, we kind of tune ourselves against, uh, are we doing something right and safe? So we also, uh, we, we're doing a lot of things first in the industry or leaders. We have a 75-mile-an-hour rear crash capability. Uh, everything else is 55. And then our ballistic panels uh, provide, it's an option, but it provides the highest level of protection in the in- industry also. So Bal- oh. you know, from the top of the house on down, safety is key for police. Ballistic like, like having armor in your car. How cool is that? Well, I would point out that if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, there's an article there. Ford finds new police car surveillance is warranted. Robbie's usual play on words. And, <laughs> and uh, there's a really cool video of showing this technology and all the links to what Ford's doing with their police cars. Randy, God bless you. I appreciate you being on with us so much today. Well, thank you for your time. God bless you. That is cool. Ford has got another better idea again. All right, Bob, you got something you've been wanting to share, and we're ready, buddy. Well, brother, when you're talking about God won't let your shoes wear out, it's just, to me, it just rings the bell about God's provision. And uh, I got a text this week that both fear and faith are contagious. And I had a situation arise at work. I had one of my 18-wheelers broke down, and it was out of town. And um, I was trying to grab hold of it and control the situation and find the best price I could on a tow. And and I just finally realized, what are you doing? This is so out of town and, and a long ways away. There's no way you can control this. Uh, get your hands off of it and uh, let God take care of you like he always has. And uh, I called my driver back and I says, well, just tell the policeman to get the next out. And when you do that, you're putting yourself at the mercy of the tow company. We had a tow company that came, towed us out of the road, towed us back to his place, unhooked the truck and let us unhook the trailer. Then he towed our vehicle all the way back to Winston-Salem and did it for just a phenomenal price. It was just incredible how how cheap it was. And I just thought I was expecting like three times that much. And, you know, sometimes... We don't spread faith. We spread fear. And I had fear that I was going to be overcharged. And, and I just had to remember the text that I'd gotten, you know, and have faith and that God will take care of me. And, and wow, how he provided for it, us. It was so profound, Bob. I had to tweet it. <laughs> what are you spreading, fear or faith? There you go. And, and faith has so much to do with it. We got Kim is in Greensboro. She's got a car story for us. We would love to hear yours, 866 seven eight eight four kim you're on the christian car guy show i hope you're still there yes i'm still here thank you sir yeah what do you got for us um my husband and i purchased 
a Saturn SL2 in 2002. It was a 98 model, and we paid $7,000 for it. Wow. We drove it for 11 years until we reached the ages of 65 and 57. And the car had 180,000 miles on it at that time. It was just last year. And what we did is we donated it to the Well Car Ministry. Oh, yeah, in Greensboro. It's a local ministry in Greensboro. They work with us, yeah. Yeah, my husband is so talented. God has blessed him with natural skill in doing automobile maintenance. And we purchased the um, factory maintenance manuals for that vehicle. And over the years, he has done all the uh, maintenance on it. And he's a big proponent of keeping the oil changed. That is a huge thing in uh, maintaining the health of the car. You're right. Anyway, so we donated the automobile, and they were just so pleased to have it, and they've given it a check over and donated it to a single mother and uh, locally in this area. And so the car has been a blessing for her, no doubt. And the factory manuals that we had, we passed them on to one of the participants in the Well Car Ministry. And he has four Saturns in his family. Wow. <laughs> so he's just blessed to have that as well. And we're so happy to share all of that with them. And we got a small um, tax write-off. Oh, yeah, it all works out. And, and that's a wonderful ministry. the other ministry. side of the story is we found a 2003 Mercury Grand Marquis LS. For $6, wow, Kim, we got to go to a break. I'm oh, sorry okay. to cut you off, but thank you so much for yeah. sharing that story. God bless yeah, thank you. Thank you, sir, and thank you for your program. It's very entertaining. We got a lot more coming up. Stay tuned. to the Christian Car Guy radio show, and today we're thinking about how God didn't let our shoes wear out when we're headed for the promised land, walking through the desert. We would love to hear your story on how that may have happened, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH, and there, there was a reason I was thinking about that song, because it Number one, it's just one of my favorite. I mean, that's the Easter song of Easter songs for me. And I, I, if you've ever been to an Easter pageant where the grave actually rumbled and the rock rolled, and they sing that song and you've just bawling, it's, it's one of those things. But Old Red, you know, is my 1995, if, if you're in Washington or another station that's just picking up the Christian Car Guy show, you haven't heard of this before, but my personal car, I kind of live my own message. I say a car lasts as long as you do. I have a 1995 Dodge Dakota. It has just turned 366,000 miles. And you think, and I hear all this all the time, Robbie, is that the first engine? No. Is that the second engine? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's the third engine. 
It's just what happened. Because back when I had the Chrysler dealership, my parts runner, he did not. You know, when I said at the beginning of the show that people will see that red light flashing and they won't pull over. Well, I always tell people, you got colored lights in your dash. The red lights mean emergency. Stop. Pull over. You got a real problem. Your brake light comes on. You're red. That's red. Pull over. Your overheating light, you know, your temperature light comes on. Pull over. Your oil pressure light, it's red. Pull over. Otherwise, you destroy the car. Well, the overheat light came on. The, the temperature light came on in old red. And the parts driver, when it had about 90,000 miles on it, he didn't pull over. So we put a crate engine in it. And, and about three years later, that engine failed because it had a, a bad sleeve in it. So it's on its third engine. But still, it has 366,000 miles on it. And when I think about Arise, my love, <laughs> I can't help because I've loved that truck for a long time. And when I saw it come out of the shop and I was able to drive it again, and, and, and the thing I was thinking this week is I was going back and forth across the state of North Carolina. I, I probably drove old red six or 700 miles this week was, wow, Lord, I'm the guy who says cars will last as long as you do. You know, I'm only on the second clutch. Do you think it's going to make it? You know, and all these things start running through your mind. Wow. That rear axle has a lot of miles on. And, and, and the thing of it is, is safety is so critical to, to, to the whole thing and having a mechanic that you can trust and somebody you know is, is really maintaining the vehicle the way it should be because there's more to it than just changing the oil, although changing the oil is absolutely critical. But you got timing belts, timing chains. You've got transmission services, axles that need to be lubricated. There are things in the door that if you don't lubricate that right, you're, you know, at 300,000 miles, that's going away. Even the lock cylinders themselves require maintenance at some point because the whole vehicle is full of parts. And those parts are engineered to last a good long time, but over time they either wear out or they fatigue, uh, you know, rubber seals dry out and crack and break and, you know, metal itself begins to fatigue and lose its, its rigidity. All these things begin to happen. But the cool thing about cars is they're made out of parts and you can replace a part and you get like brand new as long as you're keeping the main thing, the main thing, which is, your car has to be safe. In other words, you got your family in there. I love what the man said, the first caller at the show today with a 94 Volvo. This is the car my wife is in. It's got to be safe. Now, it being an 850 Volvo, I know the safety that's built into that car, the airbags and all that stuff. It's a tremendously safe car from a standpoint of engineering. But if that car dies in the intersection, like the, the man calling in with the 99 Honda and his wife hits the brakes and the car dies, and then all of a sudden she's got to avoid something and the car is dead, you know, there you go. That's not safe. These are things that my friend Barney Fife would tell you, you got to nip it in the bud. <laughs> you got to nip it, nip it in the bud. So when these things happen, and, and time and time again, we see people that, oh, well, my check engine light has been on for three years. or <laughs> And you think, well, it seems to run fine, but here's the deal. That that may be telling you that the oxygen sensor is malfunctioned and your car has been running lean. In other words, and when a car runs lean, it runs a little bit hot and it can burn a valve. And there's all sorts of things that can happen because you don't attend to those things that you got to nip it in the bud. And sometimes you just smell a smell, you know, like I, there's a smell antifreeze has. I, I It's very specific. When I smell it, I know my water pump's either leaking or I've got a hose that's on its way out or, you know, axle 
fluid has a very strong sulfur smell to it. And I'll smell that and I go, oh, I got an axle seal. You know, I can smell it. And so you, when you're hanging around your car, part of the safety of it is to use all your senses. Do you know that there were two times this week that I walked out into the parking lot with ladies that work here at Truth Broadcasting and they had low tires and you could see one of them was dangerously low. And I was like, wow, it just cooled off. Well, when it just cools off like that, it's an amazing thing. Tires go soft all over the place. So when you see a temperature change at 10, 20 degrees, then that's when it's time to pull out the old tire gauge or at least have a visual look at your tires to go, wow, that doesn't look like it's totally inflated because an underinflated tire is terribly unsafe. You know, if you begin to turn a curve too sharp or even hit your brakes, there's all sorts of things that can happen because of an underinflated tire. So... In order for you to be safe, in other words, I advocate driving a car as long as you want to. Old Red's a 95, 366,000 miles. I've told my kids it's a good thing it has a six-foot bed. You're going to have to put down the tailgate when you bury me because I want to be in the bed, okay? And I'm 6'5". <laughs> so you have to put down the tailgate, but no problem. Put it in the grave. Put Robbie and Old Red, and away you go. You know, hopefully the Lord will allow that to happen, and Old Red won't get wrecked somewhere along the way. But I believe that. But I believe in stronger that you've got to be safe that god has got the stewardship thing for you that the car has got to be safe especially for your family when lights are coming on you're smelling smells you're hearing things okay that's another that's another sense that's critical to maintaining your vehicle when you start hearing scraping when you start hearing squealing when you start hearing whining you know there i, I did a whole show <laughs> once on all the different sounds that cars can make this is why we have senses, senses of feel. You can feel vibrations. You can hear things. You can smell things. You can see things. Nobody, and I've seen this just like when you go to the doctor, nobody knows your body better than you and you know that something is not right. No, when you've put 366,000 miles on a car, when I'm sitting in the seat of old red, I know what it's supposed to feel like. I know what it's supposed to smell like. I just know what it's supposed to look like. And so do you. When you're driving even that 150,000 mile you know, Equinox that you've had, you know what it's supposed to feel like. And when something is starting to go awry, there's nothing like having a mechanic, a technician, somebody that you can really trust to be able to go to. And again, I would point out that if you go to christiancarguy.com, there you're going to find the Jesus labor love. And the Jesus labor love is car repair labor, not the parts, for families in crisis across the country. And all the people that participate in that, we know that these are wonderful folks that are giving their hearts to the people that the Bible says, right? Mom, orphans, single moms, those kind of folks. If you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, you look at the people that are participating in that program, obviously those folks would be somebody that you'd want to, to work on your car. So you can go there. You can read the article I wrote about your shoes not wearing out in the desert and lots and lots of other resources there at ChristianCarGuy.com. We thank you so much for listening to the show as always if you missed part of it and you want to hear those callers for the, the man with the 94 volvo you can look at the podcast on the podcast page and all kinds of tips every day they're there go to christiancarguy.com remember slow down jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. 
deadly driving habits. Staying on the highway with the Christian Car Guy. Most put driving drowsy as the number two killer. My own experience as well as truck drivers will tell you, just pull over and sleep for an hour or so. My problem is the plan. The plan calls for arriving at a certain time. Solution, put rest in the plan. An hour nap at least every four hours. Plan on it and arrive alive. Staying on the highway with the Christian Car Guy. For more tips, go to ChristianCarGuy.com. Your phone, your tablet, your iPad, your Android just became a radio. That's right. You can take the Truth Network with you everywhere now thanks to our brand new Truth Network app. That's right. Listen to Dr. Michael Brown in the line of fire. The Christian Car Guy with Robbie Dilmore. Truth Talk Live. All of our programming 24-7 right there in your hand. Perhaps you're out of range of your radio or traveling in a busy airport. You can plug into the Truth Network. Just go to truthnetwork.com to download the new free app. That's truthnetwork.com.